Money will come and go. We know that. The most important thing in life will always be the people in this room. Right here. Right now. Salute me, familia. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rotten Potatoes, a podcast where four friends sit down and review movies that you absolutely should have seen already, but at least one of us hasn't. My name is Scott, and I'm here with three of my best friends in the whole wide world. I'm Jake. I'm Tyler. And today we're reviewing Fast Five. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, those who didn't listen to our last episode, Zach still is not with us, uh, but we wanted him with him. Uh, we wanted him with us at least in heart and spirit. So, Scott, thank you for the incredible producing on that. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to address it, and I thought we were just going to throw it at Zach and then get that <laughs> every time. Every time. <laughs> it could be. Uh, it could have been. I ruined it. Yeah, it's all right. I'm sorry. It's all right. We didn't talk about it beforehand. Yeah, we we really should have. Uh, we really should prep the joke. A little pre-production meeting for at least me. Because I'm, I'm always going to be the one who ruins the joke. No, it was just in my head. I didn't say it to anybody. <laughs> the thing was, I thought about it while Scott was playing the intro clip, and I was like, it's too late. <laughs> like we're, we're deep into yeah. the well, record I thought button. about what we could do is like just pitch to Zach, and I'll mark it, and then just pull his thoughts from a previous Fast movie into this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, well, well, we'll save that for the end, but his his long rating st- of this movie made me laugh. Long story short, Zach was like pretty much on par with every fast so far. Yeah. Uh, well, he liked the last one a little bit more than the other ones. And uh, okay. then he gave this one a yeah, score relative a score. to the last one. Yeah, so. right, right. Uh, we're, we're in this. We're deep. Halfway through now, Scott. Halfway well, through what's out now. Halfway through what's out now. Thank God we're getting three more movies. Two more. Two, Two more. more. Two more. Oh, so 10 was the ten first was part, part of one the three-part three finale. Part finale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oof. So we're halfway through. Uh, any regrets so far? I don't have any regrets. <laughs> Scott has never regretted anything in his life. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, one, like these are movies that you absolutely have come out. <laughs> They, they, that they have. I think Tyler's trying to not spit water everywhere. They absolutely came out. Oh my lord! And lots of people really love them. Um, and so I'm glad that we're watching them together. You know, I tried so hard to not spit whiskey all over your floor right now, Scott. Oh my gosh! Tyler had both hands over his mouth to stop that. It, was, it didn't feel possible to contain. I can't believe I did and didn't hurt myself in mm. the process. Whew. Uh, they are absolutely movies that have come out. Yeah. Uh, that's the that's the tagline for the show, right? We're watching movies that absolutely have come out. <laughs> movies that absolutely have come out that someone we know has watched. Yeah. Uh, no, I will say, to be honest, after watching this one, uh, you know, we were we we're all late bloomers at this point, I think, except for Zach, who's seen. Zach, have you seen it? <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, I think he said that he had saw he had seen either five or seven. I can't remember which one he saw out of sequence. Um, I thought he had only seen four. Oh, maybe it was four. Okay, 
Uh, so we're all late bloomers from this point on. Yeah. Um, and I will say, after watching this one, I understand why people like this in the same way that I understand people when I talk about, like, oh, the you know MCU or whatever, that people are like, oh, God, I hate all of MCU. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't get it, you know? That's how I feel like Fast Five. I feel like I'm on the outside looking in of the MCU. I, yeah. I could maybe see it, maybe, but I still... I'm waiting for these movies to get fun. I'm not, I, 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 I'm past waiting for them to get good. You didn't have any fun in this movie. Uh, there was one scene where I had fun and that was the scene where, uh, Dom used the giant safe as a wrecking ball. <laughs> yeah, that was, was tremendous. Awesome. Best moment out of any fast and furious movie. Uh, and it's, it, it raised my rating a whole point for this movie because and the that physics was awesome behind scene. it. were spot on. Yeah. Yeah. No, like if, because if he could have pulled it the whole time, it makes sense that they would have coordinated driving with two cars, you know, at the same, yeah. because I've heard no reason anyways, but I'm, I'm waiting for them to get fun and it's just not happening. Like these movies have so much potential to be so much fun and they take themselves so, so seriously. And like for that's the, the, the biggest sin that a dumb movie can commit in my opinion is taking itself seriously. If they just knew that this was a dumb movie, like if Vin knew that this was a stupid movie and didn't think that he was building a mythology similar similar to Middle Earth, then <laughs> yes, I think that these could be movies that I would enjoy watching. But I don't think that they're going to get there. That's funny because this is probably the first one where it didn't feel like they took themselves seriously to me. I feel like oh, they I, did. I, yeah, I wouldn't say that. I mean, this movie opened uh, with by far the best cinematography that they've had to date and like i mean just with the opening establishing shots i said i I watched this with my roommate um and he'd seen them before he he had seen all the fast movies um so he had seen this before and immediately i was like oh this is a way bigger budget than they've had before Uh uh-huh and he was like oh yeah definitely like this was when like at the time when this came out this is like where there was like a uh, a cult following around it now. Um, I don't so like get cult followings that make billions of dollars. Well, they haven't yet. Even this oh, one didn't. This make one one. Yeah, okay. this one didn't. Well, well, actually, let's. It's a good time. Let's just jump into just the facts. Yeah. So this was uh, directed by Justin Lin. So the same as Fast Four, uh, and, and through the rest of he he is now the I think the he's the steward of the fast the movies. Steward. Yeah. No, it's gonna change hands again. Oh, it is. Yeah, and then come back to him. Oh, got it. Okay. Um, I maybe for two movies it changes and then comes back. I think six and seven were other other okay oh no six seven and eight are all other and then it comes back to justin at nine. Oh, gotcha <clears throat> um so yeah fast five ri- directed by justin lynn written by chris morgan and gary scott thompson released april 29th 2011 has a runtime of 130 minutes uh rotten tomatoes gave it a 78 percent imdb gave it a 7.3 so both of them in the sevens for the first time uh in this um conundrum uh <laughs> Box office though of six hundred and twenty six million, so really a uh, big box office, uh, and a budget of one hundred and twenty five million, so another big budget. So it's 
they spent almost an extra 40 million they spent an extra 40 million on this but doubled their box office they went from wow. 360 to to 630 wow yeah, so they had a 5X on this. And then surprisingly, no awards and no nominations. So. <laughs> can, we, can I backtrack to something you said that has to be wrong? Uh, they had writers? <laughs> okay. That's the first I'm hearing of this. So that's what I was, that's what I was in the middle of, of saying. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, the cinematography is great in this movie. It's beautiful. I loved that they just picked right back up where they left off with yeah, the, same, the scene. same scene. I thought that was great. And I was feeling like, okay, this is a, this is actually going to be the first good movie, mm-hmm. like just on its own, regardless of being an action or a car movie or a fast movie, this is going to be the first good movie in the franchise. And then I don't remember exactly the line. It was after they steal the cars off the moving train and they're like sitting around talking and some piece of dialogue rips off that I was like, oof. Can I guess what it was? I please. Because it was one way they were they were taken hostage by the, the cartel. Yeah. And they're hanging yeah. by chains. And then the cartel leader says something to the effect of, I like everybody to know who they're up. Everybody yep. should know who they're up against. And then Dom says, funny thing about that is that should go both ways. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, Tom, that's what everybody is. Yeah. Everybody goes always. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like he thought that was a real mic drop. Dom had a couple moments that I thought he, I think he thinks are mic drops that were so stupid. Oh. And that was the first one. And, and I was like, I literally said, oof, the dialogue though, in this might be the worst yet. And then every single, every single piece of dialogue written for, uh, Hobbs, uh, the rock was uh-huh. just so cringy. Yeah. That, that, that's what I think, why I think this movie takes itself seriously is they brought in the rock and the rock is the king of taking stupid movies too seriously. I think. Sure. I hate the rock post WWF. Uh, cause I don't, I don't even think the rock was the rock around during WWE before he was a big actor or maybe, maybe, so. maybe post Scorpion King. I hate the rock. Uh, <laughs> post Scor- so you liked him in Scorpion King? Wait, Scorpion King the movie by itself or the mummy Scorpion King? The mummy Scorpion King. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he was in both. Yeah. yeah. And I was no. going to say, the movie Scorpion King was I don't think truly I've, awful. I don't think I've seen the movie Scorpion King. I've seen the mummy Scorp- when he was Scorpion King in the mummy. Uh, and I think I hate the rock after that. I, I feel like he's no fun anymore. And he was such a fun wrestler. And I'm just shocked that he is no fun to me anymore. I will say he, I really have liked the rock when he more recently has been in more comedic roles. I don't, I just honestly have lost so much trust in the rock that I haven't watched him. Yeah. And that's fair. Like I'm not, I'm not going to persuade you that hard, but I will say like he did with, he did a, a movie with Kevin Hart and I thought he was actually pretty, pretty funny. Like he held his own against Kevin Hart. Jumanji. No, 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 no. wasn't in Jumanji, was he? Yeah, yeah, he was. But that's that not was the the one where he, one of them is a cop, right? They're, it's yeah. like one of those movies where yeah. there's a ride along. There's several of them now. Yeah, uh, it's not called Ride Along. Right, that's a different movie. That yeah. was with Ice Cube. Yeah, I and then there was a movie along. with Will Ferrell where he did it as well called like right. Get Hard. Get Hard, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. That what. was him going to prison. And then there was oh, also yeah. Let's Be Cops, yeah. Let's Be which Cops, is a different yeah. one. But it's a genre of movie at this point. It is. Uh, and, it, and it was one of those. You're yeah. right. 
but honestly, I thought he held his own against Kevin Hart and people may have like preference issues with Kevin Hart, but you can't argue that he is one of the most successful comedians right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't like Kevin Hart, but he's huge. He's everywhere. Yeah. He's, I mean, he is so successful. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to me because I have just a, such a different vibe about this movie. Like to me, it feels like they all know this whole thing is ridiculous and they're just leaning into like I, the serious, like Nate, like it feels intentional to me. I think like it doesn't feel to me like they think this is some great masterpiece. I feel like I can't agree with that. Just knowing what I know about Vin Diesel. Right. Like I think Vin Diesel at least is taking these very seriously and thinks that this is his, his life's cinema. work. Yeah, yeah. His life's work. Yeah. Like I just like hearing what he said where like, I don't think it was a joke when he said, Oh, I finally understand why Tolkien stopped writing Lord of the Rings, which isn't, I mean, Lord of the Rings was over, but he didn't stop writing in, <laughs> Middle Earth, uh, where he really thinks that this is something on par with Tolkien's mythology. Yeah, I just don't. I think he was saying that as a joke. I don't think he actually believes that. I don't think. I And I'm sorry to any Vin Diesel stands out there. And I'm sorry to Vin Diesel. I don't think he's smart enough to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, while I was watching this movie, uh, something occurred to me. Uh, you know, for those who uh, were Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones fans, uh you know, one of the the most important and most beloved episodes uh, in that entire series was Battle of the Bastards. Uh-huh. And I loved that this movie, we got Battle of the Baldies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that is forever. Just from this point on, that is how I'm going to refer to this movie is the Battle of the Baldies. Yeah. Also, I don't think for a second that Vin Diesel could take the rock. No, like no. I would, Vin Diesel doesn't have any fake wrestling experience, and and also like The Rock is six four, and Vin Diesel's like five seven. That was the thing. Like they have that like face off, and I was like, The Rock is towering over me. Yeah, right now. and not just and you taller, know he but, was on an app. You know Vin Diesel was on an Apple box for yeah, that hundred percent, and The Rock is still over him. Yeah, well, and just look at their arms. Like the rocks is still twice as big as Vin Diesel's. It's yeah. twice as big as Vin Diesel's torso. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it Crazy. was <laughs> like them having that like showdown fight was like, so like not emotional for me until, I mean, when he grabbed the wrench, I was like, okay, I know he survives, but I was like, oh, that was an interesting, like, I was like, oof, that's a, that's a heavy callback when he, cause in yeah. the first movie, that was what he was in trouble for. Yeah. He went to prison cause he killed someone with a wrench. Yeah. Beat a guy to death. Uh, and I was like, oof, that's a, that's a heavy callback for this, uh, action movie, like a heavy dramatic moment. Um, but it made no sense to me. I'm like, the rock would just literally destroy Vin Diesel. Yeah. And at this Except the rock doesn't have family. Now he does. Now he does. Not as, no, they're he's fighting him again at the end of this. Yeah, but he let him go. He the rock the rock the, will become the rock family in like two or three movies. Yeah, the rock is Brian and and one F one F. Yeah. Uh that's who the rock is now. I just want to know who their Thanos is at the end of this. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I could tell you. It's probably Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> it's Thanos. Is he back? Does he? Does Josh Brolin? No. Back to this? Oh, that'd be so cool. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, it's uh, it's actually this guy's son, the villain from this movie. Mm. I don't. Even, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Played uh, by Jason Momoa. Uh huh. But he's super gay. Uh, 
And Wait. I'm not saying that like as a slur, like he is super gay. Jason Momoa. I thought Jason Momoa was in the spinoff with Hobbs. So is Jason Momoa a cop? No. What isn't, isn't he he's Shaw? The, he's the, no, Shaw is uh, Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Yeah. Oh. Wrong Jason. But Jason, Jason <laughs> Momoa was in Hobbs and Shaw, wasn't he? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Wow. I don't know why I, I don't know why I'm saying this. Yeah. I, I've never seen it. When, when, uh, when I saw Fast 10 with, uh, my friends who like had watched all the fast movies there, it seemed like they were shocked that it was like Jason Momoa was the villain and who he was, that he was the son of this guy of the villain in this movie. Uh huh. Um, but yeah. And that's revealed in 10. That's revealed in 10. Mm. Yeah. He's the main villain in 10 and I, I guess is going to be the main villain for, you know, well, spoilers. He doesn't die. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> honestly, to be honest, yeah. to be honest, I really don't remember. I have, uh, I, I have one obligation in this episode. Uh, I promised, uh, my, my friend, Carlos, huge fan loves these movies. And about once a month I get into an argument with him because he listens to this episode, these episodes and gets mad at me. So I told him I would give him his shot to give me his thoughts on the movies. And the only thing he said to me was that the music was amazing and it was the best music in any fast movie. And then one of my other friends said, my friend Park said it, he was the Ennio Marcone of Marcone. Sorry, I said the wrong word. But yeah, I'm, I'm shocked at, uh, at, this, at where this sentence is going. Yeah, I think we need to bleep what I said because I think it's offensive. Uh, the, 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 but um, of the fast movies. And I'll be honest, didn't even remember the music. Watched the movie, didn't, didn't make any impression on me. To be honest with you, I remembered about halfway through that you had shared that I think with us that that was Carlos's take. Yeah. Um, and about halfway through it, I, I really don't remember any of the like music, like the popular music that they brought into it, licensed music. Uh-huh. But I will say, uh, there was a point it was, it was when, uh, they, it was when the, the cops roll up on the crew in the block party Oh, when Vin doesn't feel like he's under arrest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, I, like, the score stood out to me in that moment as being so ridiculously cheesy. Like, I was like, oh, this was, like, they they phoned it. They got royalty-free music online for this. Like, Sorry, Carlos. <laughs> I don't remember any of the music from this, and I think the only music I remember from the entire franchise is just the Tokyo Drift song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and I hardly remember the Tokyo Drift song, honestly. <laughs> I, I mostly remember Luda's song from Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, yeah. Too Fast. Yeah. Too Furious. Yeah. yeah too pretty, Fast for y'all. Pretty stoked to see Luda come back in this movie. Uh, but I, 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 I almost always love scenes where they're gathering the crew and then they're like, we need this person to do this and this, and uh, this. I love, I, I think those are great scenes and I always have a ton of fun with them, but I couldn't help but think it was hilarious when Vin's like, we need somebody who's a chameleon. And then they cut to Han. Yeah. And I was like, you think Han's going to be a chameleon in Rio? Rio. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> also, what, what's the deal? Like, I, I was glad that they like, Gal Gadot commented on it at some point, but like, seriously, like I, I, like until she did, I, I made an out loud comment to my roommate while we were watching this. I was like, what's the deal with like Han and like the Brad Pitt, uh, constantly eating thing. 
Oh, was Han eating the whole time? I didn't even notice. In also in Tokyo Drift, and I'm pretty sure in his one cameo in the last movie. Was he eating while he was driving? Like, no, it was when they were at the party. Oh, yeah. And like at the gasoline party. Uh-huh. And uh like Han is just always snacking, and I'm like, what is uh, Sung Kang is his it, I'm looking at it right now is uh-huh. his name. Like, I'm wondering, like, does, is that just like some weird rebellion on his part that he's like, I just always want to be snacking. Like, I wonder if like, he's just he just knows guy. Brad Pitt does it. And he's like, he's one of my favorite actors. I'm going to do it too. I'm going to do that too. That's a good idea. <laughs> I like to think that that's true. I like to think that because he has Brad Pitt vibes. He does give me Brad Pitt vibes for sure. Like, uh, like he's the cool guy. He's very like in control of the situation, like dime store, Brad Pitt. <laughs> well, or just very East Asian Brad Pitt. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. yeah, I just don't think anything in this movie, which I feel like people think is a cool movie is even a 10th as cool as Brad Pitt on his lamest day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will. I, I don't know. Remember the uh, picture you looked up of Brad Pitt ugly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> I will say, uh, you know, one of uh, one of our friends, uh, and m- maybe n- like soon to not be a friend of the pod, <laughs> um, <laughs> because of us r- like ripping these movies. Tegan uh, shared with me that uh, this movie feels like the first Avengers movie, where like everyone kind of finally comes together. And I will say, I I actually really did like the story of this film. Mm-hmm. I thought the dialogue was garbage. Yeah. Writing was bad. It's just everybody that I didn't care about comes together to do something that I don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't quite feel that way. Like I, I actually thought that the story was pretty solid. Like I, I don't, I, I think that like with Avengers, right. I feel like there was a sense of, we were waiting for these people to come together and with every fast movie, I felt like that was the last time I was going to see any single one of these characters. Like I, I, they, they felt like fire and forget one movie characters. And then they brought them into this movie and I was like, Oh, they're like still around. Yeah. I get that. I, I think that I, again, like I do feel a little bit like we're on the outside looking into MCU kind of a thing. Cause there are just a lot of people who have valid, like, I just don't get it. I just don't like the MCU. It's just not for me. And I think that's fair. And I think that that's kind of where we're at with this franchise. Like now halfway through it, we're just all like, yeah, it's just not for me. Like it's not for us. Um, I don't know. I I, I think I'm getting on board. I'm somehow less on board with every movie. I'm, I'm more on board with this for sure. Yeah. I think this was the best one so far for me. I I agree. I think this is the best one so far for me because it did have the only moment that I truly enjoyed in the movie, which was when they were using the safe as a wrecking ball. But other than that, there's not been a single moment of these movies that I enjoyed and thought was fun. Like, I don't think that the action is particularly good or fun. You know, like I I've seen like, this is a car movie. Like we've watched five car movies and I don't feel like I've seen anything, any really good car action scenes. Like I'm not saying I should expect something like baby driver, but like I've seen way better car action scenes well to be fair though like something like baby driver it's all fake and this like the driving is all real like they're committed to like these actual actors driving these actual stunts did they actually pull the safe no 
Yeah, I not mean, a, it's not, not a, a real, real safe, safe <laughs> but they pulled a box. Yeah, uh-huh. like that, that they did all that. Okay. And like, and like Paul Walker's like J turn when they're pulling the safe, like that was a super clean J turn and it was real. And Paul Walker really did that. Paul Walker did that? Yeah. I assumed that they had sent drivers. No, no, no. Like all of it, like Gal Gadot, like that's one of the things about these movies is all of these, all of these people have to go through crazy, crazy intense, long uh, driving class to be able to be the ones that actually do these. I didn't think that you were going to be able to get me to respect this movie any more than I did, but she did. Yeah. I didn't think that they, the actors were doing any of this. Yeah, no, the actors are, and so like something like Baby Driver, I get what you mean. Like it's just better on film, like because it's, not really the actors. Yeah, I would, uh, but honestly, I'd rather watch something better than watch the actors do something that's not as good. And and I don't disagree with you. I'm not. I like. I wouldn't. I wouldn't dream of arguing with you about that. Uh-huh. But I do get. I do get it. You know, like I think, that's actually really freaking cool. Like I think I understand. Like the people that are like, oh, I love that this guy does his own stunts or that this guy does whatever. And like, I, I understand why that makes it better for them. Personally, I would rather see somebody that's specialized in that do something that gives me a better end result. But mm-hmm. I think I get like, and I, I think I respect it too. Like I, I respect it a little bit more, but at the end of the day, if I was, if I had my pick, I would pick the other. Right. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. For me, I think this is just like bad boys. Like it's just cheesy action, cheesy writing, I just a think, fun time. I think the difference between this and Bad Boys for me is that I don't think Bad Boys takes it seriously. I think Bad Boys is just having a lot more fun. Like I think they're equally bad. I just think that Bad Boys is leaning into having more fun with it. And I think that this movie isn't. For me, at least. That's yeah, how I, I I I just disagree with that. I think they're about the same. I, I think I tend to agree more with you, Scott. I see your point, Jake, and I do in some sense agree with you, but I wonder if maybe like, you know, uh, like now I think at this point I've just committed or I, I've accepted my fate that we're watching all of these movies. <laughs> no, I've accepted that for a long time and I'm, I love doing this even though I hate it. Yeah. I, but like with me accepting like I finally come to a place of acceptance. Now I'm like a little bit more um, like I'm not as committed to hating it as I was when I started. Um, and so I'm, yeah. I'm like looking for the redeeming values and I'm seeing them and I'm experiencing them. And like it, it's making for me like, like I'm not, to be honest, I like I'll trash the dialogue in this movie all day yeah, uh, it was bad. all day but like on the whole like i'm i'm pretty on board i i will watch this again i yeah. think that we started in opposite places i think uh, i was committed to liking this yeah and you it, were yeah it yeah disappointed me yeah uh like i was committed to having a good time with it and then i watched the first one i was like i just no matter how much i wanted to have a good time i didn't and now i feel so maybe i just feel too burned by it yeah, like, <laughs> it feels like you're just mad that uh, he was comparing himself to Tolkien, and no, now you're, I found you that out in your mind that he's taking this thing super seriously. <laughs> no, I, I when think if you just watch it through the frame of mind of this is just one big ridiculous joke fun movie, it's. I it's think a fun, that I don't any. He, I think that Vin Diesel is an idiot, and I was just bringing that up to say that he is. He thinks 
I think I, I read it that he was taking it very seriously. And then I heard him say that. And I thought, oh, he really is taking this very seriously. Yeah. Uh, so that's just my evidence. But it's even not if anything he I feel is, slighted about. even if Vin Diesel is, let's say he's taking this super seriously. He thinks this is the greatest thing of all and time. And Paul Walker is definitely taking this yeah, very seriously. Yeah, they're, but they're the heart of the movie. Yeah. Like, I don't think the directors are. But they I, I definitely know the writers aren't. But this, this, <laughs> this is translated. The writers are getting a paycheck. Uh, the, but this it's translating into their performances, and I don't think they're having a good time. I think that they're very serious with it, and that I think they're. There's no way they come back for ten movies if they're not having a good time, or seven. Sorry, rest in yeah. peace, Paul. <laughs> he would have been here for ten. He would have. Yeah. 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 Maybe he was. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to say. <laughs> um, I gotta say, like I had no idea to be honest like was she in one of the movies and i missed it before gal gadot gal gadot was in yeah, she was in the uh, three two she was, she in, was in after uh no she was in four i was in two fast and furious no she was in the one uh in mexico what was no, she, she in wasn't. mexico she was in the one where uh yes she was the she one was in Mexico. The, no, she was in the one in Miami, I thought. No, no that was what's that her was, face. That was the it was what's her face that was uh in the in the post credit sequence of this movie. She was Oh, I was there was a post credit credit sequence? Oh, you guys. I didn't watch that. Yeah. It will mid mid credit roll. Yeah, as soon as the credits started, yeah, the credits started rolling. I was like, I'm going to bed. Okay, well, uh, buckle up. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, can you? Well, look, one. Let's talk about this, and then let's but come back. You, to no, that. I think now that you said that, I yeah, she was. She yeah, was working for Braga. Yeah, yeah. Like, but she helped Vin with all the stuff. Oh, can that's I, can right. I be honest with you? Uh, I kind of thought Braga was the one in Miami. She, I've just forgotten. <laughs> she was the one that like, uh, like set him up with like, here's the thing. Like he, she was like the, she was like the assistant kind of a thing. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like, I forgot about her entirely in four. And then yeah. they like, you know, they're, they're like, you know, doing the setup. We need someone, you know, great with guns. You know, we know someone like that. Great with weapons or whatever. And they like just show her on her bike. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but who is that? I think. That and then she like comes in, takes her helmet off. And I'm like, Gal Gadot? Like, uh-huh. what? I think that this evidence is my point in that you didn't even remember her. Like, I didn't feel like, oh, we're getting the crew together. I felt like, oh, I didn't expect any of these people to ever come together. I knew I was, I was looking for and excited to see Han, uh, Luda, and Tyrese. Tyrese. Uh, everyone else, like, I was, like, uh, Santos and, or no, not Santos. It was, like, what I, it doesn't even matter. The two Hispanic guys, oh, Leo and Zizzy. Um, like, I was, like, what, yeah, I kind of remember. Like, they had... I remember the three scenes. Yeah, I remember them as being people I thought were kind of uh, I, that I didn't like in the other movie. Yeah, <laughs> just like because they only had like two like two scenes and like hardly any dialogue in the fourth movie. Uh, and then Vince coming back, I was like, I don't care. Who's Vince? Vince was the oh, from one. Yeah, yeah, I didn't care about that at like all. when they're like walking up through the alleyway and everyone's coming out with their guns and everything like that and i'm like oh yeah who are we going to see and then like vince comes out i audibly said vince like, yeah. like really like yeah he, he was a nobody to me but okay i, I had was, a lot of fun with this movie okay there was something i oh sorry post-credit sequence oh, oh yeah okay. yeah Share yeah with us. uh so um 
what's her friggin' name from Miami? Uh, uh, I'm blanking on the actress's name and I, I know her so well, uh, but I can't come up with it to save my life. Uh, really? We're going through the other guys. How did you get to the other guys from Jurassic Park? <laughs> Eva Mendez. Eva Mendez. Uh, oh, Eva Mendez was in. That okay. she was the agent in two. Um, so Eva Mendez in the post, in the mid credit role, uh, the rock is just sitting in at a desk in some like, you know, mysterious cop headquarters, federal agent headquarters. Uh, and Eva Mendez walks up to him and says, you're going to want to see this and hands him a file and he opens it up and it's, uh, what's her name that died in the last movie? Oh, Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. So wait, they were planning on bringing her back in this movie and still gave Vin a love interest in. She wasn't Vin's love interest in this movie. She but was. She was in the last movie. No, I'm saying that they were planning on bringing her back, but they still gave Vin a new love interest in this movie. Who? The girl that he was with when they did the race at the end, when like Brian is with uh, Vin's. Oh, that that girl, the, the lady cop, the translator. No, they, that wasn't a love interest. It's not they a love were, interest. They were like connected because they both went through similar trauma. No, that, no, no. I like think that, that was yes. definitely a love interest. No, but it was also that. Okay, so it was hard for me to put this together. To be honest, I was very confused. Um, but uh, what's the character's name? Vin. No. Brian. No, the woman that oh. died. Oh, Michelle oh. Rodriguez? Michelle Rodriguez's character. What's oh, I have her? no idea. It's, uh, anyway. I barely know Dominic. Uh. <laughs> I I know it. I'm My brain's just a little fried right now. Because um, I was talking about it literally two days ago. Um, but she was, the cop in this movie was wearing her cross. And I was like, how does she have, uh, how does she have? Letty. Letty's I didn't even cross. Oh, because Vin, Vin was wearing it. it and he dropped it. Huh? Vin, Vin was wearing, was wearing it and he, it and he it. dropped it and that's how she got it. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I brought it up uh, to Mitch. I was like, wait, she's wearing Letty's cross. And he was like, yep. And I was like, wait, what, what's happening? Like, not- how did they know each other? And he was like, you just got to watch the movies. Is that not the cross that Vin went back for when he broke into her apartment? Because he was definitely wearing that at the beginning of the movie and then dropped it. Okay. But anyway, remember when uh, Vin ditches Letty? Letty moves to Rio. But she died in America. I know, but she moved to Rio and she was like in Rio for a while. Huh. And like, that's the, that's the connection. So this cop somehow knew Letty. We don't know how yet. But like that's their connection, really, is that and and they just did a bad job of developing it. I I was confused I by it. I think it's possible both are true. Maybe she knew Letty and knew when she saw it at the that scene that it was Letty's. Right. And that's why And that's why she took it and kept it herself. Right, right. But definitely in this movie, Ben had it, he dropped it, and she got it from the scene. I'll be okay. honest, I had and no that's, idea. That's fine, that's fair. But like she definitely and like even with me saying like like, how do they know each other? And Mitch was just like, you just got to watch the movies. Like, there's something there. I, I, I didn't even know that that was her cross. And I was so confused as to why uh, Vin came back, broke into her house for it. And then I just remember one of his other mic drop uh, dialogue moments was, she's like, why would you come here just for this? And then he just says, 
because it's worth it. Yeah. You might as well have said nothing, Ben. Yeah. You've explained nothing. She was like, for $20 worth of silver, because yeah. it's worth it. And it's like, uh, but somehow Letty and this cop know each other. Huh. I, yeah, I could see them bringing that, that back. And that's why the cop took it. Right. Because you would think the cop would submit it to evidence or something. Right. Why she was also the cop that it. was like the good one. Yeah. Why yeah. was she going on double dates with a bunch of wanted criminals? At the end of the movie. I just as friends, I think is what we're going to find out. But isn't she still a cop? Yeah, but just I mean, Hobbs is gonna break I bad. I mean, I don't know if she's gonna be after she helped this whole group steal all that money from the warlord and Did like, she help them? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I cause the the plan was Her like, and the Rock both did. Yeah, but they didn't they unwittingly they were always gonna take the money from them. And then they didn't know that they had done a swap. But think like an Ocean's Eleven type. Sure, I, they oh, were, dang it. You stole my line. I wanted so bad to bring up in this episode. How do you guys feel about uh, Fast Oceans? But. Yeah, like that was that was probably that the worst. was probably her plan. But look at it from all the cops that worked for this guy's point of view is they helped make it happen. And then they got tricked themselves and, and lost it. Like she's not going to be a cop for long. I mean, it doesn't make it. But Brian gets a million second chances. Brian changes sides every other movie. Yeah, Brian's from America. <laughs> yeah, and we're in Rio. Yeah, that that's like that that uh that that change teams meme. That's Brian every movie. He's like switching sides. Uh, I don't know why he gets second chances from either of these groups of people, or third or fourth. I don't think he gets any more chances I, as a cop after this. I, I literally, I literally said when they like, first of all, break him out of prison by like severely injuring everyone in that bus. And also like he turned himself in. Yeah. Like this is against his wishes, presumably, presumably, but like, first of all, like that happens. And like the, the crap, I was like, really, that's how we're breaking him out. But I, I literally, again, I said out loud, please, for the love of God, do not tell me that Brian's going to somehow be a cop again after this. And then like the news reports like came on and I was like, okay, thank God. Like he's uh-huh. for I'm, sure done. I'm What's waiting for fast six. They, they let him out, but everyone else, like the thing was like tipped over sideways and everything. Like how did they keep them all there? Cause it said every person was found, but Vin. Yeah. Pro- <laughs> probably all dead. Yeah. I think they're all dead. Everyone was accounted for except for this one dude. Speaking of that scene, how did you guys feel about, uh, Bert Hapley making a cameo? Oh yeah. That was as Bert Hapley, basically. Yeah, so yeah. In, in my head canon, that is Bert that Hapley. Was Martin, right? <laughs> that was Perd in Pawnee. You heard. Yeah. yeah. With you heard he, with Perd. They sent, they sent him to Rio to cover it. <laughs> um, I actually really, again, I, I really liked, like the story and how they did that, like the editing was actually really good in this movie. Mm -hmm. Like I thought that they like the beginning, the cutting to the news sequence, cutting to like some uh, jump cuts of Mia and Paul driving through the streets of Rio, like all of that, the beginning, you know, five minutes of this movie, frankly, were the makings of a great film. Like it, it was setting itself up to be a actually really great film. It was just the writing, honestly. It was the, it was just the writing. It was just the dialogue that really every single time and that crappy score, frankly. I think that the <laughs> the writing, but I also am not enjoying the action, honestly, personally. But maybe oh, it's because I'm not a car guy. Yeah, I'm loving it. Uh, and they brought in 
some of the coolest cars in the world in this movie. Like so, before this, I was like, yeah, it's a car movie. But to be honest, like all of these cars are just whatever yeah. production cars. Like how many times can I watch a souped up Honda Civic do something? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like in this, like I loved, oh my gosh, Han drives away in a Lexus LFA, like r- drives off into the sunset with Gal Gadot. And like the LFA is one of the most important and noteworthy supercars in the world. And it was just so cool to see that the Subarus that they bring in, even the challengers were really dope, like really great, cool, uh, limited run challengers. Like they really upped their game even. And the Gurkha that, uh, that at the end, the rock drives. Oh, that one. The Gurkha is like, that's a legendary car. It's made in Canada. Um, and like to put it in perspective for you guys, like a Gurkha is about the size of two H1 Hummers. That's too big. Or I'm sorry, two H2 Hummers, which is bigger than the H1. That's two H2 big. Hummers. And it's like, it's a legendary car. Like, you know, so like I, I actually really love, and they really are like, they're, you know, the Charger you know, first of all, like Vin's charger, uh, like the, the cars are becoming really extensions of the characters of each character. And I, I actually really like that from a storytelling perspective. Like I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty into that. Like mm-hmm. as a car movie, this was by far the best car movie. Yeah. And I think that's lost on me because I, I know nothing about cars and mm. don't care about, I drive an electric car. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even have a combustion engine anymore. Uh, so I just don't, it's not, that's not for me. That part of it. Yeah. What about your lawnmower? Is that electric too? It is electric. Actually. Oh, wow. I would never get a gas mower. <laughs> you have to go get gas and then you have to like prime it and then yank the stupid rip cord. I just press a button and then my lawnmower starts and I never have to get gas. I just Do you have one it. of those, like uh, the self driving mapping lawnmowers that you don't even have to mow it. It just no, does it for you. Like I a Roomba myself. Oh, okay. But I, I, be, I looked at it and then it was like a thousand dollars and I was like, that's not, I can't. That's mm. not for the robot one. Yeah. Oh, but you did get one of those like mapping watering systems, right? Where like, I did get a smart sprinkler, but that was way less money. Than okay. The, uh, How's that? Is that good? Sorry. You know I know this isn't a pod about tech, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give my review of the auto sprinkler. <laughs> it's okay. Um, if you, I think it like, if you have new grass, like if you like, if you like put seeds down, uh-huh. it would wash all the seeds away. Like the, the, the stream is too heavy. Oh, uh, interesting. For new grass. If you have established grass, then, uh, Cool. But if you have established grass, then you probably have an irrigation system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, but for like a drip system, I guess it's probably easier to like, cause you can like spot water uh-huh. with it. So you can be like, I want this spot to get this much water this many times a week, you know? And that's neat. So like I have like citrus trees that I'm like, you know, once a week, give it this much water. And then I have like some other berry bushes and all that. And it, it works well for that. I think for keeping my lawn up, it's working fine, but my lawn is there. Um, but honestly, what would be the better move for me would be to move all my sprinklers and use that on my lawn. But I, I don't want to do that. Mm. But yeah. So out of 10. Six. Okay. <laughs> like it, 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 it serves a use case that I feel like is like for most people want it for a lawn. And if you have a lawn that's established, then you probably already have a solution. 
So if you, what about water usage? Is it like down or does it use? The uh, okay, I'm I'm yeah. so done with this. I I need to I need yeah. to just interrupt this to pull us away. It's, That's fair. It's not. That's fair. This is not the move. <laughs> I was just did. Oh, we can talk offline. We can talk yeah. offline. Talk Scott, offline. Scott asked me. I'm not going to say. I no. know. No, you did fine, but like it just got to a point where he like if Scott didn't ask this many follow up questions, <laughs> it would have been fine. <laughs> Um, yeah. that, I was about to say, I was about to cut it off. <laughs> what are you looking at investing in no, your 401k? Okay. All right. Scott, uh, you set my 401k for me. <laughs> I, I really, uh, I really agree with you, Jake. I freaking loved the, uh, wrecking ball drive sequence at the end. That was the most fun that these have ever been. That was a genuinely fun action sequence. For it me. was so fun. And I, I loved seeing him just knock cars off the bridge. Like all of that. I was, I thought it was awesome. And I, I really did honestly, like as much as I wanted to make the joke, like I really actually did love the oceans 11 switch switch. Yeah. Like, I, I, I just didn't see it coming, but I, it was so obvious, you know, because they just like oceans 11, they bought the identical safe, you know, I saw it coming as soon as they bought the identical safe. Oh, you did. Be I've seen oceans 11 and I was right. like, Oh, well this is probably what they're going for. And then I, I, I actually, what I thought was they're not going to do this. Are they? Because because honestly, Oceans did it better. Because Oceans did it better. And honestly, in my mind, these guys are just too stupid to pull this off. So I couldn't buy into What are you it. talking about? He I, can recreate crime scenes in his mind. <laughs> yeah. I, I, he's a superhuman, Jake. Like, yeah. Brian can't beat him to save his life on, you know, a quarter mile. Like. Baby gift. Baby gift. <laughs> <laughs> just for I, fun yeah just, but we, like just, we haven't heard from zach in a little while <laughs> zach how you feeling about it <laughs> oh my gosh uh <laughs> was that just because of babies that, that made you think of that i don't know maybe subconsciously <laughs> that's your baby gift to zach playing that uh yeah, no, I I loved that whole sequence. I loved the 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 twist. Um, I really didn't see it coming, um, and I should have. I really should have because they they did Ocean's Eleven in the exact same way where they like rented out this dumpy warehouse to like practice their heist in, and you know like yeah. it was it was just like that entire part of the plot was totally lifted out of oceans 11. Like my, my thought was honestly like, Oh, this is a lot like oceans 11. Maybe they're doing that. And I'm like, no, these guys are too stupid. Like, and then I dismissed it. And then they got to the, they were like, Vin was so okay with leaving the safe. I was like, Oh, they've done it. I don't, un I actually don't understand truly. Like I'm not trying to create conflict. I don't know what you mean by they're too stupid. Like I don't see any of these people as being stupid. I don't know. They yeah, just I don't either. Every I don't everything they say, and maybe it's just because their dialogue is terrible. But their everything they say is so dumb that I associate them with being and like Brian. Brian is an idiot. Brian has is ambitious detective in the first movie, and then throws that all away. For and family, then, for family, for no, for some some guy who's a criminal that he was hired to track down, and he lets him go. And then he's a criminal, and then he's a cop, and then he's a criminal, and like he's had so many chances to redeem himself and not live a terrible life. That to me, I think Brian is at least an idiot because he will not see sense and just like live a normal I fine mean, life. He saved his family. 
He's got his girl. He's got a baby on the way. Yeah. I, Unplanned. I don't, uh, I think that you're like looking at this from the opposite lens from how it's made. Like the cops are the idiots in this. The, the criminals are who's like the good guys and who's winning. They're winning, but to me it feels forced. Like I don't, I don't buy that they're, they just don't seem like a bunch of smart guys that would outsmart the cops. To me, it feels very forced that they are outsmarting. The, like they're making it this way, but I feel like they're forcing it. To me, it feels like they're forcing it to be that way because they're the writers and they're God of this story. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think that I, yeah, I maybe just, it's so like interesting maybe, that I can, completely don't see it that way at all and it doesn't seem like that's how I think that the we're, storytellers see it I think we're supposed to see them as smart but to me they haven't done anything to make me think they're anything other than meatheads and uh, like gearheads yeah I I don't feel that like one it, bit. It, except for like oh yeah Vin Diesel looked and recreated a crime scene in his head but that was so comical to me because Vin Diesel is like the king meathead yeah and and I don't I actually don't see any of them as meatheads at all huh like even a little bit like i just don't even understand where you're getting that from which zach was here because i know he feels the same way yeah but i i i don't know i just i don't i i've never seen them do anything that i thought was intelligent and i've seen them do a lot of things that i thought were really stupid and i've seen them say a lot of things that i thought were really stupid and so to then say like oh they did this really intelligent heist i'm like where's the Where's the basis in that they're smart enough to outsmart these people to do it? I mean, they just, this is like the, I mean, what? Like fifth time they've done it. Fifth heist <laughs> that we've watched them pull off. Like, I don't understand your point. Like, but none, like of them, none of them, them were like. We've watched as, them pull off and get away with a lot of really elaborate heists. I'm trying to think. The first ones were just like, they were good drivers and they stole and then they're also the really smart one, with like engines and technology. Yeah, I mean they're they're I think you very, could be good at engines and still be everyone not, can, like not not everybody that can rebuild an engine can plan a heist. Sure, no, but, but just because you're smart and eloquent with speech doesn't mean you can't either. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, I could be projecting and, my feelings about Vin Diesel. I think and, you are. And, uh, yeah. What's his name? Paul Walker. Yeah. But I don't think I am. I I just I don't think that they've been written very smart. And I feel, I feel like all the smart things they've done, I felt it, it just feels like a hand of God forced by the writers. Yeah. But I, I like, don't, I don't see it that way. I've never, like, I think that Brian is a mess of a life that is all of his own creation and his own bad decisions. What? Yeah. And that's the part where I'm like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Like Brian is living his best life as a criminal. Uh, he, he, he in was, this movie, he was, kind of. He was forcing it as a, at, in all of them. In too, was, too Fast, Too Furious, he was living a miserable life. He was like living on a houseboat, had nothing going for him, had no money, and was just like trying to scrape by as a criminal and disgraced former cop. Yeah, and in the very beginning of the movie. but And like, then at the end of the movie, he was like kind of a cop again and then decided to steal from them to make a garage, I guess. Which again felt like I was like, why are you doing this? Like you seemed happier working with the cops than you ever have before I, that. I think you're imposing a morality on some of these people that they don't have or need to have. Like you're imposing a worldview on them that is not their worldview. I don't know that I, at least in the case of Brian, I don't know that I agree until this movie, but this is, I don't know. It just feels forced to me. Yeah. I, I, 
it's not until this movie for me, like I've seen, like this is the natural progression of all of these other decisions. And to be honest with you, all of these decisions, like as much as I'll make jokes about like Vin's uh, or Dom, I should say Dom's like, you know, family kind of a thing. And like that becomes the, the beating drum of the entire rest of the franchise is the notion of family. Um, but it has been since movie one, like they found a community and that's the most important thing. Like, yeah, they'll give up anything for their community. And that's something I relate very deeply to. But until this movie, Brian wasn't accepted in any community because of his decisions. That's not true. They didn't, they shunned him in the second movie. He's, he's been like, uh, he's been looking for that. He's, he's had a hard time finding it, but he's still like, like he, he looked for community and cops. It didn't give it to him. And yeah, I get what you mean in the very beginning of two, like there's a little bit of a conflict, but I think that's good character writing that like there's conflict around getting your desire. Like, like what, what good is a movie where a character like gets what they want in the entire movie? Like that's not a good, that's not a good story. But he's not trying to have a successful life. And that's why I'm saying, like, I think you're imposing a morality on him that he doesn't have. He's not trying to have a successful life. He's trying to find his people. And over time, over an arc, multiple movies, like, he's finally, like, settling into that. And it's it's a payoff for me. I don't think I agree. But I don't think either of us are going to convince the other. Fair enough. I agree with Tyler. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I for me it's I think I know a lot of people who like by voice or how they speak don't sound super intelligent, but they're smarter than I am. I think that I just think that Brian's decisions are stupid. Personally. For what you would want in for his life. For what you would want in his life. And that's why I'm saying you're imposing morality. Like that's not what I, he's looking for. Like what you're talking about his his decisions are correct. For I don't. What he's looking. For. I don't know that I agree because I think in the second movie he's the most happy and the most driven when he's working with the cops, and then he so much so that he becomes a cop again. Yeah. Uh, so I think he's happy because he's back with his friend Tyrese. I think, but he's not back with his friend Tyrese when he's a cop again. No, and he immediately becomes not a cop again in that movie. Like it's just, it's not like like you're focusing on that one part of the of the arc as like this is the goal. And it's like, that's the diversion. Like, that's the conflict, not the goal. Is that, like, he's trying to force that to make that work when really what he needs and wants and belongs with all along I think is the criminals. I think I could see that as the story, but to me, I don't... I, to me, that story that was presented to me felt forced because of what I'd seen before. So, like, I could see that as being a story, and being a good story, but to me, it felt like the writers forcing this to be the story that, and it didn't, I didn't buy it. That's fair. That's fair that you, I, I did it. And, and for me, this movie, like the emotional payoff was enormous. Like I really like emotionally, like I'm super now invested with all of these characters. I think I like Han and I like Luda and if Gal Gadot is going to be in it more, that's fine by me. But other, <laughs> other than that, uh, I don't know. 
All right. What do you say we put this one to bed? Probably our only contentious fast conversation we've had so far. I think we've all pretty much it just... was much deeper than I thought we were going to get. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to see. Oh, I did have one, uh, one other note that I thought of that just made me laugh so hard, which was when what's his name was dying at the end of the movie. Uh, the guy who we didn't care about, uh, Vince, uh, Vince, Vince. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, you've got to meet him. We named him after you. And then he pauses and then he says, Nico. Yeah. And he says, Nico. And then he says, and then it's like, <laughs> that's not him. And then it's like, what a stupid, like to walk up to somebody and be like, I named my kid after you. And then to say <laughs> their name, be like, it'd be like, Scott, I named my first son after you. His name is Scott. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I, in that moment, I did say out loud, like, I wanted him so bad to say, I named my son after you. His name is Toretto. <laughs> <laughs> or, or just like, like wrong, like, his name's Brian. Yeah, <laughs> you say, like, like, I named my son after you, and then he just says the wrong name, and then Vin is like, that's not my name. <laughs> and then he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was mixed up. Uh, <laughs> Michelle just, Rodriguez told me that was yeah. your name. <laughs> But I just wanted that little boy to be named Toretto so badly. Because you hate that little boy. Does the boy come back in, in Fast X? Or is he kind of like written out? Um, there is a child, but I think it's Brian's kid. Okay. And I, I have one more thought, which is I feel like the the first time they've decided to show foresight with Han, which is when they're driving away. Right. And then she's like, I thought you wanted to go to Tokyo. And yeah. he's like, it can wait. And I was like, they're finally... Uh, letting us know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they finally thought that there was going to be another movie. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm honestly like, I'm really looking forward, honestly, to figure out how, like how and why Han goes back to Tokyo and how and why, uh, Dom finds out about Han's death and then travels to Tokyo. Like, I assume they're going to tie those things up. I would hope so. But, but then who knows? <laughs> who knows? I, yeah. my understanding is that Han didn't die in that crash. I think he no, did. that was what I read. Maybe you're right. Was I've the, never heard anyone. Say I haven't, that. I say I haven't watched the movies, but I was very confused. And I read an article about Han and that cause is, is he in fast X? No, no, he's not in fast. X. No, but is he in like any of the like nine or eight or nine? He I, hasn't been in any past seven. I don't. Yeah, I think okay. seven was his last one. It could be that the person writing that article was wrong. I haven't watched the movies. Okay. Uh, Maybe I'll come say, back in 10.2. I will say, <laughs> uh, like, spoiler alert. Fine. Tell me. Gal Gadot dies in the next movie. Bummer. Oh, in six. But then somehow they retcon her back in in 10. Nobody dies. Nobody stays dead in this movie. No one That's stays dead. Everybody in these movies are Sherlock Holmes. Except for Paul. <laughs> Paul stays dead. Well, he's not dead in the movies, though. That's, he just drives away into the sunset. Uh, Yeah, but he's dead in 10. I'm pretty sure he's dead in 10. Oh, I thought they just wrote him off. No, because, like, he has a kid, and Mia's raising the kid, and, like, they're all, like, and it's, like, it's Brian's kid, like, you know. Like, but the Brian's kid is in the movies. He's at least in 10. Okay. Is his name Junior? Uh, so that's I don't a, that's a lot of time is. has passed between, unless he's like a really, a really young kid doing crimes. He's not doing crimes. Okay. They're in 10. <laughs> uh, he's not a part of the gang. He's no. just in the movie. <laughs> he's just in the movie. In fact, Mia in 10 is really not a part of the crew anymore. She's just like raising her. She's kid. out raising the kid. But then uh, Reyes's son goes after Mia and the kid. 
because to like get back at the gang. Uh huh. And they have to try and like protect Mia and the kid mm. in 10. And the kid in 10 is probably like, I don't know. I, I barely remember it. I only saw it the one time I've been w- waiting to watch it again, to watch through all of these. Cause I do want to give it another shot. Cause I hated it. I thought it was terrible, but I want to watch through all of these and then rewatch 10. Um, I'd like to do it with you guys, but I thought yeah. we were going to do 10 as a bonus, as a bonus episode. episode. We've yeah. talked about we'll it. We'll do 10 as a bonus episode. Maybe at the end of this year, depending on how long it takes us to get through our normal. Episodes. Please just don't make me eat hot wings again. No, we won't. That was, yeah, that was like, I really, we're going like, to do the hot wings challenge, but all just the spiciest. <laughs> it's just, it's just all ten, bomb. 10 of the bomb. 10, 10 to bomb for fast 10. Yeah. Uh, but I think the kid was probably like five or six okay. in fast 10. So like the so span of like time, 30 in Tokyo drift. <laughs> yeah. So the span of time from here to 10 is, is probably about six years. Okay. All of the rest of these movies for the most part take place over the next five or six years. Interesting. Hmm. Cool. Um, I guess I'm up first. I'm going to give this. 7 point wow 6 we're bringing Jake we're bringing into the upper half of the sevens here Jake do you want to uh read do you want to do yours and then read Zach's take that he sent us you, yes. we'll, we'll we'll let you do the honors of of Zach's I'll, uh, take and rating I'm going to have 7.6 uh movies without Michelle Rodriguez uh Jake, are you ready or can we go to me next? You can go uh, and then I can do me and Zach at the end. Okay. I'm actually going to give this a uh, 7.4 uh, Lexus LFAs. That's the best I could come up with right now. Jake. So me, Jake is going to give this uh 6.4 uh, wrecking ball safes. And then Zach is his take is fast five disappointing. I thought this was supposed to when the franchise is supposed to get good. Uh, but it was barely better than the last entry. I'm starting to get FNF fatigue uh, for my rating. <laughs> give it give it point one higher than whatever I rated the last one, which last I one think is six, so. which I think is very funny. So Zach is going to give this uh, six point one FNF fatigues. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So this comes out to a sixty eight percent. Once again, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a seventy eight percent. I'm going to give it a six or seven point three. So we're a little bit under both of them, but we are still on the rise. This is our highest fast rating so far. Uh, the last one we gave a 62%, and this one came up to a 68%. So uh, going into the next Fast and Furious movie, it's supposed to, I think, go down a little bit again. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb are, both have a little bit lower ratings on the next one, and then they go back up for seven. Well, so. we need to go down so we can rise higher. Yeah. And then uh, next week, I think we're going to be going to Zach's movie uh, or maybe Tyler's movie. It'll be one of these two. It's either going to be Zach with Groundhog Day or Tyler with Mission Impossible 4. We're not sure, but thank you for uh, sticking with us guys this year as we've had a little bit of a weird year. Zach selfishly decided to have a baby. Zach, do you have anything else that you want to say? Oh, thanks, man. Dude, I think this episode is just going to be effed up.